<laughs> What's, What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up? We're finally back. Rich, it's episode five, though. Five, though. My I favorite number. <laughs> yep. We've, we're back. It's been it's been a while. Hopefully, you missed us. We miss you. <laughs> well, I miss being on the mic. On the mic, though. On the wire. Finally, we finally made it back. Hopefully, you enjoy this episode. Thanks, guys, for uh, tuning in. Thank you. What's up, everybody? We're back. What's good? Welcome back, guys. We finally had the chance to get back together. It's been a bit of a busy time frame in between episodes, huh, Rich? Yes, indeed. It's been a few weeks since we've been able to uh, get together and have a conversation and let you guys hear what we talk about, but I'm excited. I think we have a lot to talk about over these past few weeks. You guys, Rich and I talk every day. It's just we haven't had the chance to sit down and record our conversations. (laughs) We'll call each other on the phone. Right on the way home in the car, but we haven't got together to press record on the right. mic and Let, jump on the, the wire. Jump on the wire, if you will. <laughs> Lately, it seems like my outlet has been uh, my IG stories. I've just been like going crazy on my, my IG Because of the heat? Yeah, because of the heat. <laughs> going crazy on the heat, giving everybody an update on the temperature right. and what's going on. And what's going on. Normally, it happens when I'm on my way to the gym. Like I just like to take the people with me and, and laugh about something. With crowds. <laughs> right. Today, the funniest thing was there was this dog just laying out in the middle of the street. For those of you who follow me on Instagram and see my story. Yeah, he was just chilling in the shade, just not worried about anything. And I just thought it was so funny. I made a U-turn just to record it. And I put it on my Instagram story. It was oh, you got funny. time. Right. <laughs> you got time to do that. Okay, got it. Okay. On my way to the gym because I'm like tripping out. You know, there's he's just chilling in the middle of the street. I don't know, but it was funny. It was hot as hell, and it was funny. But there you go. You know, progress. All right. You progress. You're making it to the gym, no right. matter what. Hello. The times have changed. All right, summer's here. You got to keep up with it. Okay. Okay. Summer is here. For those of you who weren't ready, and for those of you who were waiting and asking, when is it going to get hot? Well, guess what? It's here. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot. And you know what else? Leaving your chapstick in the car? Time out. <laughs> That's not going to benefit you at all. Time out. You're going to have freaking what lip balm inside your little cup holder right there. Okay. You just got to stick your little finger in there while you're driving. <laughs> rub it on your lip. It's gross. I lose more chapsticks from just leaving them in the car during the summer. What do you do? So just I'm get in there and put all your stuff in the little center council? Yeah, I just put it all in the center. and just You know, that's where it is. And I get back in my car and I'm like, oh, let me put some chapstick on. There's none. <laughs> Either there's none or it's all melted. So as soon as I open it up, chapstick. All over the like, place. Yeah. It looks like something's on your collar <laughs> right. of your shirt. So gross. Right. And it dries and it just looks, yeah. Messy. Like a situation. Yeah. <laughs> we could have used that heat in Vegas. Right. <laughs> we could have. And you know what? It felt good. It felt really good in Vegas. Um. It was a nice breeze. It was a cool 75 degrees. All of our friends know we went to Vegas for Memorial Day weekend. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things we like to do on Memorial Day and Labor Day weekend is spend it in Vegas. Um, the pool parties were pretty fun this year. Yeah, you made it. <laughs> yeah, I made you it. You made it to the pool party and a little bit of that. Right. The, the nightclub, <laughs> if you will. Right, because I'm, I'm 
famous for going too hard at the pool party and just not making it out again. But you know what? I made it. It was good. You know, this theme of the Memorial Day weekend for us was uh, going out, having a good time and partying, right? We had a good time, but then mm-hmm. also enjoying the amenities of the resort. Hello. Because the way I slept, the, the, I didn't even go out the first night. You didn't go out either. No, we didn't go out the first night. We all night, had no. separate rooms, guys. Like We had like four different rooms. There was like nine of us that went out, maybe okay. eight. It was like eight or nine, yeah. We were super bougie with all of our own rooms and everything. <laughs> but I just, we, we all just maybe just wanted our own bed. But it was great to just yeah. relax yeah. and chill out. Yeah. I find that, that the older you get when you go to Vegas, having your own bed is very important. I remember those Vegas trips when we were like in our 20s and we were all willing to just pile up in a room and somebody sleep wherever you want to sleep. Listen. All of you did. I had my bed. <laughs> that's it, that's it. I had my bed. <laughs> the people that will say, oh, we're going to base. We're just going to sleep. We're not going to be in the bed. No. <laughs> no. If you want to get up and have a good time and take your time getting ready in right. a nice room, guess what? <laughs> you got to check into a nice room. Those days is over, honey. Waking up with a hangover on the floor? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've come too far for that. <laughs> you mean you've grown up? Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what I mean. <laughs> Anyway, so what's up? What are we going to talk about? This t- this uh, time around, we just kind of jumped on the wire because we felt like it's been quite some time. We haven't had much of an opportunity, so we wanted to just uh, catch up with everybody. But it seems like the weeks have just gone by, mm-hmm. and now we're sitting in front of each other like, right. what's going to be the topic of conversation? <laughs> well, you know, this is a podcast, and I feel like we could just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Rich was uh, telling me that... Uh, well, I put together this segment, Pride Month versus Straight People's Feelings. Oh, God. <laughs> because this is June, guys, and uh, June is Pride Month, if you guys didn't know that. And it's so funny, right? Like, yeah, it's really funny. Uh, I mean, it's not funny. It's a, it's a great time. It's a great month. Liberation comes right? to mind. But I'm just saying the people's comments of our friends is very funny. Yeah, it seems like what's trending right now is like straight people feel like uh, they should have a straight pride. And, um, you know, my, my feelings on that is I'm not really all about the whole segregation. I feel like the the groups of people that have fought to have freedom, we are very good at segregating ourselves and creating these, you know, events to kind of, you know, show our pride and everything. Um, but my my thoughts are also that there was a time where, you know, a gay person couldn't stand up proudly and say, I'm gay. There was a time where a black person couldn't, you know, get the same jobs or same opportunities as another race. Um, so because of that, now I see the need for pride events. You know, we've gone, gone through so much and now we can stand up and say, this is who I am. This is what makes me proud. Um, so my thoughts to or my response to the straight person that says, how come we can't have a straight month or a straight pride? Be glad that you don't need a straight pride. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Right. Just be glad that you don't need one. Right. You don't have to fight for nothing. Well, yeah, you ain't got nothing to fight for. So, you know, I mean, if you want something and you know what? It's funny. In this in this day and age, it's come to a point to where the white person and the straight person just might become the minority. It's not uncommon to walk into a business and see you know walk into a bank and and maybe the branch manager is a hispanic or latino person um it's not uncommon to walk into a place and maybe the the manager or the ceo of that company is a gay person and 
it might come to the point to where if a straight person and a gay person is interviewing for a job and that interviewer is a gay person, he just might choose the other gay person. Right, because family's family. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and at that moment, the straight person will know what it feels like not to get a job simply because you were straight. Okay. <laughs> that part. <laughs> so, you know, when that day comes, then, you know, have a straight pride on that day. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, I was chatting again. I'm going to throw my friend under the bus, Tammy, because uh, she works in, you know, the city. But what was really interesting is that she says that she lives still and uh, she's experienced and been exposed to, like, um, I guess... Uh, how does she call it like racial divide mm-hmm. what was she saying she was saying like a racial uh yeah dis- racial division division yeah. like where well it's very interesting because she's having this conversation about like you know she's giving a presentation about like you know just an organization putting something together to benefit the community but then you know she's a latin and then she's talking to some girls and men men and women that are of black right they're black mm-hmm. and you know she's getting a lot of pushback and I was just thinking, like, that's so interesting because here you and I come from a Latin and black, you know, background, mm-hmm. and we are the closest of friends, right. but within not even a miles away, like less, less than 10 miles away, there's still that racial divide, you know? Right. That's, and that's very interesting. I was just thinking about that as well. And it's interesting. I have never um, experienced racism from a white person. The only times that I've ever experienced racism, unfortunately, has been from the Latin community, which is very interesting. And that's where she was coming from. You know, she was standing in front of a group of uh, black people and she has noticed that the racial division in L.A. between the, the, the black community and the Latin community, the Latin community is like real. And it's it's interesting. You know, I find it interesting because we've come through the same struggles. You know, I mean, back during the time of racism, when it came to, you know, white people, if it wasn't their 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 idea was if it if it ain't white, it wasn't right. No matter what color you was, if you wasn't white, we not dealing with you. (laughs) So, you know, I find it interesting that, you know, two groups of people that have come through the same struggle, you know. Can't work together. Can't work together. <laughs> See, the thing is, too, this is one thing that I've learned. I've tried to get in. I've been ex- personally, I've, you know, I've tried to be involved with our city. And I, I noticed that um, the lack of involvement from people creates a bigger gap of movement. Mm-hmm. And I say that because, you know, imagine, you know, the people that are in our council, the people that are in our government, they are a, an elected official, right? Mm-hmm. So think about that. Let's, right, guys? Like, an elected official has to be per, a person appointed, right? Mm-hmm. From a community of residential people or just a community that's living in that area, right? So if there's a lack of that, then that means there's another uh population that's helping to get somebody into office. Mm-hmm. So just for a moment, imagine the black community, the Latin community takes the time to all vote, get in get into the, you know, get into um I mean you don't have to get into politics, but just get informed. Just get, yeah, get informed. And, and then guess what? We can push our own in there. And then mm-hmm. when things don't go right, guess what? Guess how things move. It's all of us that are 
have been the movers and shakers that are voting, mm-hmm. that are getting out there exposed. Um, they actually are the ones that make the difference because then we can start pulling people from the appointed of right. appointed office. Right. Um, the next time the election comes around, guess what? They're not going to have our support. Right. So they're they're not gonna they're, they're gonna feel it too. Right. And I just feel like a lot of people, even our own friends, will say like, "Well, my vote doesn't matter." Well, maybe it won't matter on the bigger scale, but in our in our small scale, in our city, in our county, it matters. Mm-hmm. It matters huge because then we are making those elected officials that represent us on the bigger scale, mm-hmm. m- making our voice count. Right. And if it if when it all adds up, we can start to make a bigger difference. And that's where people. That's where I think that people that don't vote lack the, um, the the knowledge and the mm-hmm. knowing that there is a huge ability to make a difference. Right. Within our own city, we had. Um, grants needing to be passed or not not only grants but just money that was going to be filtered into our city we needed people to vote for that to mm-hmm. get the help of outside like just because um, there's a ballot with somebody's name on it doesn't mean that we're only voting somebody in there's a lot of other stuff there's a lot of other measures on the actual ballot that we have to look into that make a difference and actually make changes for our own community. Right. But I mean, I don't mean to go into on a tangent, but I just yeah. feel like I hear it all the time from my own friends that say like, oh, why why should I vote? It doesn't make a difference. Look at the president right now. Like, right. can you imagine if all Latin and black and it just the minority would have voted? voted? Guess right. what? It w- we would have dominated. It would have been, it would have yeah. been nothing. But it's just that, I don't want to say the white community, but a lot of times, you know, it is the white people that are just very involved mm-hmm. and they're the ones that get out and vote. And I, I commend them for that because it makes their voice heard. Right. And when something goes down, they don't have to write a letter anymore. Right. They can <laughs> pick up the phone right. and see that's the biggest difference between us, because I don't know if our the Latin community is just scared. But I mean, at this point, I mean, we're not convinced that it makes a difference, both the Latin and the black community, which is not convinced that our vote makes a difference, you know, and it, we need to get to a point to where we know that let's get out there and make a difference. Right. Apparently, like we're promoting the, the election of 2020 right now. Okay. But just so you guys know, elections in cities happen quite more often than the election in the, the government. So keep a radar in that because maybe your friend or your old teacher right. or your council member or a what your freaking college professor <laughs> is now running for office to make a difference. Right. Um, I pulled this article. It wasn't even an article. It's just kind of knowledge on the the start of Pride because a lot of people are like, oh, that's so stupid, blah, blah. But it's not about like parades and stuff because um, at one point it, it, it was never a parade. It was a riot, right? right? It was something it was that was very more aggressive than just, you know, flags and people smiling and drinking. Right. It got... It was much more worse. And it all came down to, um, or it all started from what people know as the Stonewall riots, which are referred to like the Stonewall Stonewall uprising or the rebellion. But it was like spontaneous violent demonstrations is happening to, to just really create awareness because a lot of the, what is it, the LGBT uh, community was just kind of fed up. They didn't want to be... Um, I, I don't know, discriminated, mm-hmm. segregated, um, freaking beaten, beaten right? Like, cause you couldn't, killed. you couldn't really be who you were. Like right. it was just, and then it got to the point where, um, the Stonewall is actually a hotel. I think that was, is what it is. And mm-hmm. there was, um, 
like a raid that happened in there and it was because they knew that that was a place that was like safety for mm -hmm. um the lgbt community so cops went in there raided the place mm -hmm. and it just created a big um movement and that's when it started to um every it just it just happened to become just a movement and i think it was bill clinton in the 90s or the 2000s that d designated june to be um, like Pride Month. Mm -hmm. And so every weekend is like in different major cities, right? Yeah, it actually starts when the summer begins. Or actually it starts, like I want to say in May, where every weekend like it happens in a different city. But um, it becomes real big on the, at the start of June. That's when it like it pops off. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, back then, like it was against the law to for a guy to dress in drag. Like if a drag queen was walking down the street, he would be taken to jail. And probably considered something like mentally, like yeah, <laughs> something was wrong with him mentally. But you know, he was just in drag. He felt comfortable in drag. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy how how far it's come. Cause now, pride is a a positive yeah. stance against like discrimination and violence. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if a lot of people even know what LGBT stands for. Honey, listen, they keep adding so many letters to this. <laughs> <laughs> By 2020, it's going to be a whole sentence, huh? Okay. By 2020, it's just going to start with A. <laughs> a, B, C, D. Yeah, child, I'm part of the A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, P community. You're so educated. But LBGT, lesbian, bisexual. No, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and trans. See, even I community. don't know. <laughs> I mean, you knew it. If you had it in front of you, you would know what it is. <laughs> I don't know why. We went on on a tangent because it is in our face. I think right. a lot of our friends and you know people that we come into contact with talk about it. So um, I think... I think I've just been I've been brought up in a positive mindset. So mm -hmm. when even though you are not a part of something, when somebody is trying to be positive or liberating themselves or being, you know, something that's liberating for them or they're trying to even start a movement right. of something that's going to be positive, like you can't help but to want to be a part of that energy. A part of that energy, yeah. yeah or happy energy. for them, yeah. excited for them. Like, how can I help? Yeah. You know, because there's, there's a lot of um, people that are like, just, you know, unaware. Mm -hmm. So then people bring awareness. So then you can get involved and spread the word. Right. I don't know. That's At the end of the day, love wins. Love wins. Yeah. Love is love. <laughs> love is love. And love wins. <laughs> so, um, I believe we have a quote. Yeah, so I I mean, this kind of mm -hmm. wraps things of what we were just talking about. I'm not sure, but so a quote that we, we came across is actually from, well, I'll say the, the writer later, oh. but um, <laughs> it says this. So some people will never like you because your spirit irritates their demons. Ain't that something. And that was actually uh, said by Denzel Washington. That's true. And I thought that this was too much of a an aggressive, like, <clears throat> just deep um, <laughs> quote, right? Like, they'll right. never like you because your spirit irritates their demons. But I, I, rem I, I saved that quote myself. I wrote it in my, my notes because this was like months ago mm -hmm. because I felt like that is something that is true. Like, it's very true. Um, you know, you got to surround yourself. We talked about this in a previous podcast. You got to surround yourself with positive energy or just energy that you can bounce off of, that you can share. 
Um, and you also have to protect your own energy. Right. Right. So if you are, you know, being yourself, hopefully, and you're, you know, becoming your own, um, a lot of people may not like that because they're still stuck in this rut. They can't move forward. They can't progress because, you know, maybe they're just going through their own things and that's fine. People need to develop and grow on their own. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't like to see, um, people's light being shined on them mm-hmm. or just them growing because you know it just reflects on themselves and like they are not in that situation where they're right. you know either growing financially or you know getting the attention that they want or mm-hmm. whatever the case is but that was pretty aggressive because i feel like you know like <laughs> i think all spirits should shine bright um, but you're right and i think that more so we need to create more energy and shine so we can shut down the demons right um, you know when i'm scared i pray when i feel a little frightened or when i'm nervous or whenever i feel like there's something coming over me that is not controllable or i feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. the, the complete opposite is what i do like i gotta bring in you know just god's love to mm-hmm. just make me feel comfort um, and i just feel like that just shuts everything down right. and i can continue to move about my day or make sure i yeah, you know, I agree with all of that. Like I said, the only way to um, get rid of darkness is simply to just turn on the lights. Um, you know, misery loves company. Misery loves company. When people are having bad days or going through bad moments or whatever. They you want know, you to feel the same way. Yeah, they want you to feel the same way. They want to have some sort of pity party. And you know what? Some, sometimes I'm guilty as that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am not a morning person. I'm not the morning person that I pretend to be. And sometimes in the morning, I don't feel like fooling up with people. And then we have people that walk in and they're like all cheery in the morning, like, oh, good morning. And I'm like, what's so good about it? <laughs> all the coffee in Colombia can't wake you up. Right. No, I feel like you you do have a way of being able to bounce that energy off a bit. Like you, you know you're not a morning person, but yet and still you get up early in the morning. All right. Get the deed done. Right. Like, Just try to make it happen. But like it's interesting enough how you're able to... Um, just control that energy and it doesn't reflect on people, you know, um, just being in contact with you. Cause it, I don't think I even feel that way. I know you, so I know that it's been a rough morning. Right. So we have little whispers in the, you know, the back room, but you know, you don't reflect that at all. It's just like, you know, you're dealing with your internal right. situation, your internal <laughs> demon, like go back to sleep, go right. back to sleep. But no, when the people talk to you, like they're just excited to talk to you cause you're a big ball of fun. So I'm sure it's like, it's not that. You know, I try. I try. And in the morning, we're our own worst, worst critic. We're in our heads yeah. way too much. <laughs> we are. Right? We think of something, but our facial expressions are totally different. Well, you can't control your facial expressions. I've been told that. And I'm trying to work on that, but I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I guess know. you're right. When you're having a bad day, it shows all over your face. It does. It's no, just all over kidding. my face. No matter what's coming out of my mouth, it's like my hey. face is... <laughs> My face is like, do not fool up with me right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Today, today, I was at the restaurant taking myself out to lunch. Uh-huh. And I walk it. I send you a, a video picture, video. And I was like, um, I'm so excited to go take myself out to lunch because I don't have to deal with anybody. <laughs> Although I love to be around people, but it's nice to just be able to just be in my own company. And hang out because I don't want to have to fool up with nobody. Mm-hmm. But why, why does the person, the, the, the hostess, insist on having this full-on conversation with me when I'm like barely starting my meal? 
I was so irritated. A full on conversation. I was conversation. like, I just want to wrap this up and go home. Like, <laughs> just put it in a to-go bag. Like, I'm, I'm tired of to-go bags, but I was like, you know what? I was trying to come here into your fine establishment and have a good lunch, but no. Speaking of that, trying to pull up a She people. wants to have a full-on conversation. But you know what people, like you said, people don't realize what they're doing when they ask us questions about our job when we're away from our job. Like, do we feel like talking about work after work? Right. Do you feel like talking about work after work? <laughs> right. Maybe, but not all the time. When, especially if it's been an exhausting day. That's right. the least thing you want to do. You're like so excited. Right. You can be away from work. And this is California Fish Grill. And we love this place, but let's follow her home and talk about fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How do you fry it? Do you, do you like the sides? Right. The sides are so good. <laughs> What's what your favorite dish? Right. What do you think I should order the next time I go? <laughs> Follow her home and talk about fish. Hey, girl. Like, right. Let's talk about seafood. <laughs> That'd be freaking hilarious. Anyways, let's batter this up and wrap this up. And it's a gold bag. <laughs> No, no. Well, anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I know it's been quite some time that we've been able to jump on the wire, but we appreciate the, the love and support. We're still getting a, a great feedback. Uh, I know it's been a, a few weeks, but the feedback that we have been getting is, where's your next episode? What are you guys going to put it up again? Here it is. <laughs> Here it is. You want to close it up? What do you want to tell the people? <laughs> I want to tell Happy Fourth of July. It's summertime. Happy Fourth of July. Stay cool out there. Remember to get your child stick out the car. Drink your fluids. And by fluids, I mean water. <laughs> or if you're at a social gathering. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, go to the social gatherings. You know, be around family. Family is everything. Be around family. Amen. All right, guys. Well, have a good time. We'll uh, chat with you soon. Yes. <laughs>